Hello, I'm Charles Boda, and this is your Diz Daily Fix for August 14th, 2018. Back in October of last year, Walt Disney World launched a pilot program that would allow dogs to join their owners during a resort stay in select rooms at certain resorts. Although it got off to a rough start, Disney has decided to continue the program. This option actually began without issue, but I said rough start because rough is the sound that dogs make, but it can also mean difficult or unpleasant. So my intent was less to reference complications with this new program and more to use clever linguistic skills to structure the sentence in a manner which brings to mind a canine theme. I think we can all agree that the pun and its subsequent explanation was well worth it. For Walt Disney World Resorts, Disney's Art of Animation Resort, Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, Disney's Port Orleans Riverside Resort, and Disney's Yacht Club Resort will feature a combined total of 250 rooms, which will allow for up to two dogs traveling with their guest. Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground will remain pet-friendly at the campsites and cabins. An additional pet cleaning fee of $50 will be added to the room rate for Art of Animation, Fort Wilderness, and Port Orleans dog-friendly rooms, while the Yacht Club fee will run a full $75. Dogs will be greeted with Pluto's Welcome Kit, which includes a mat, bowls, a pet ID tag, uh, courtesy plastic disposable bags, puppy pads, and dog walking maps. Um, Additionally, rooms with a dog staying in them will receive a Pluto-themed Do Not Disturb door hanger to notify hotel staff that there is, in fact, a dog in the room. Dogs staying in designated guest rooms are not allowed in theme parks or public spaces such as pools, restaurants, and recreation spaces unless they're service animals. Additionally, pets are expected to be leashed, properly vaccinated, and well-behaved. If your pet can't behave, maybe it's best to leave them in the barking lot. The Walt Disney World Resort does not offer a specific area for dogs to bark in, but as theme parks and hotels have a parking lot for humans to store their vehicles, I thought, hey, park kind of sounds like bark another sound dogs make. Wouldn't it be funny if that was a thing? The Disneyland Resort and four unions representing 9,700 cast members recently reached a contract agreement, which would raise the minimum hourly wage for those employees to $13.25 immediately, and then to $15 beginning next year. However, the resort is continuing to oppose a similar wage measure for service workers throughout Anaheim that has made its way onto the ballot this coming November. Now, the proposed measure would see the minimum hourly wage raised to $15 for workers in the employ of large hospitality businesses who receive government subsidies. Last week in Anaheim, supporters and opponents of the measure made their positions clear. Opponents, which include the Disneyland Resort and Anaheim Chamber of Commerce, among others, argued that the wage hike would dissuade businesses from operating in Anaheim, and the city would need to reduce city funds to pay for vital services such as police, fire parks, and homeless support. Now, those behind the measure stated that if workers get paid more, they spend more, lifting the economy for everyone. They also cited an estimated $600 million in tax subsidies the city will be dealing out in and around the Disneyland area over the next 20 years. Uh, None of these arguments, pro or con, can be backed up by any financial uh, analysis of the project's effects because none was ever carried out. Since the measure's introduction and Friday meeting, an impact report would have needed to be rushed out in around 30 days. Anaheim Mayor Tom Tate previously said, I think we're better off doing no report rather than a wrong report. Now, if you've ever been to Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, 
Uh, if you've never been to Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, maybe you're thinking, well, we've got our kids with us. Maybe they'll distract us from the gluttonous bacchanalia that food and wine must surely be. Not so. Along with a wide assortment of children's entertainment and activities, 2018 also marks the first year that food and wine will have a festival play area for your kids to enjoy. Uh, here are a few of the offerings your young ones might be interested in. Uh, that festival play area is located near Test Track, and it will be themed around the upcoming animated feature by Walt Disney Animation Studios, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Um, and that film will be arriving in U.S. theaters on November 21st. Uh, the Junior Chef Kitchen is a complimentary culinary experience at 11 a.m. on Sundays in the Festival Center uh, that will let children cook and, most importantly, eat in a family-friendly environment. Guests can sign up at the Festival Center on Saturdays and Sundays, and there is limited availability. Uh, Candy Sushi is taking place daily at 3.30 and 5.30 p.m. at Sunshine Seasons, where Disney chefs will instruct children in the fine art of sugary sushi rolling. You can sign up for that at tasteepcot.com, and availability is also limited. Remy's Ratatouille Hide and uh, Squeak is returning for another year, and guests can help their children spot statuettes of Remy hidden throughout the festival. Now, accompanying maps and stickers can be purchased at the Festival Center, Penn Central, Disney Traders, or World Central. And lastly, there's the Disney Du Jour Dance Party from uh, 5.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. at the Fountain View stage on Saturdays and Sundays, where kids can meet Disney friends as they dance, play games, and enjoy a concert from a Radio Disney uh, special guest. All right. Uh, now, my girlfriend says we can't get married until I stop explaining all my jokes, but when that day arrives, I have wondered what a real-life Disney wedding entails. Now, if you're familiar with any of the TV specials or Disney promotions, you may think that it's a bit too lavish for your budget. In today's featured article, Karen Teachin gives a rundown of her Disney wedding, um, what she liked about it, and what she didn't. The article is titled, The Seven Biggest Pros and Cons of My Disney Wedding, so make sure to give that a read today. Now, trending on the boards today is the uh, official 2018 Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, a spooktacular celebration thread. The first party kicks off in the Magic Kingdom this Friday the 17th, and folks, including myself, are very excited about it. Stop by the Theme Parks Attraction and Strategies Forum at disboards.com to, uh, to find out all the details and get in on the excitement yourself. Now, join us today at 1 o'clock for the Dis Unplugged Walt Disney World edition, where, of course, the team will inform and entertain with news and lively discussions about all things Walt Disney World. You can check that out on disunplugged.com at 1 p.m. today. Now, for your weather today, Orlando will have sunny skies with scattered afternoon thunderstorms, a high of 91 and a low of 74, with a 40% chance of rain. And you're looking at pretty similar weather tomorrow as well. Now, those in Anaheim today will see sunny skies with a high of 87 and a low of 68. For information on everything I've mentioned, go to wdwinfo.com slash dailyfix. And that will be it for me today. But join us again tomorrow for another installment of your Diz Daily Fix. 